Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. I'm Adam Walker, and I'm joined in studio not by Sanjay, because he is out sick, and not by Shannon, because she is out as well, but I'm joined by my wife, Jess Walker. Jess, welcome to the show. Give us your quick bio. Thanks for having me, Adam. I am Jess Walker. I'm the wife of Adam Walker. <laughs> we have five kids together, and I am a certified coach with the Faster Way to Fat Loss. All right. And so since that relates to technology, this will be a lot of fun. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a blast. So uh, we're going to laugh a lot. Tech Talk Y'all is a tech comedy podcast where we are covering the latest tech news from the last week, at least the things that I think are interesting anyway. And we're going to laugh together a lot. Uh, and we're going to make you laugh while you're running or while you're... I don't know, sitting in your car or whatever it is that you happen to be doing at this particular moment in time, listening to my voice. So also thank you to Woodruff Arts Center for being our sponsor on this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and all that you do for the community and for Tech Talk Y'all. So in this episode, we've got Philadelphia is passing some interesting legislation. My Equifax is, uh, they're not doing a great job. There's a creepy assignment from a professor that I think all of us should try this next week because it'll be fun. Uh, scientists are going to try to create Jurassic Park. I'm not kidding. We're going to talk about that. Also, there's a doctor in California that's in a little bit of hot water. Movie Pass. We got to talk about Movie Pass again because they're in the news again, and this time for something even more stupid, at least in my opinion. Uh, Google is doing some interesting stuff. Usain Bolt is behind the latest e-scooter, which is totally nuts. And of course, Weird and Wacky and our tech recommendations. We've got a lot coming at you. It's going to be a lot of fun, so stick with me. Starting in episode one, Philadelphia becomes the first U.S. city to ban cashless stores, says a report. So, Jess, I got I to gotta ask you, what do you, how does this make you feel? What do you think about this? I think it's really silly. You think it's silly for them to ban cashless stores? Yeah, well, here's my thing. So, in the article, it said that they didn't want to exclude people. Right. So, they are putting this ban on the stores. Sure. But they allow it for parking. But it's like the people who are parking, I mean, they're already excluding people if they That's are true. cashless. So well, I think the assumption maybe is that if they if, if it's somebody that doesn't have a bank account, they might not have a car to park, maybe? I mean, I kind of get it, but it's like, to me, if you're going to ban it, then ban it. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's but then you kind of go back to like the whole like... Uh, <laughs> like the parking meters with quarters, you know, you're like, okay, get the bag of quarters, stick them in the car. You know, I mean, it's a, it, there's a, I think there's a dance here, but I, I mean, there, there is a dance, but it's also those people can choose not to go to that store. Well, that's true too. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I gotta say, I like that Philadelphia is at least thinking about the whole community. I, I mean, I do like that about it. Like now, now me personally, I'm always going to be cashless. I can't do cash. I just can't. I just can't handle it. It's just. It's too complex for me. For whatever. I can swipe a card. Cash is just not working for me. Uh, okay. Next article. MyEquifax.com has yet another security disaster. So, MyEquifax.com is the website that you can go to if you were breached in the very, very public, very, very embarrassing Equifax data breach. And now you can go there and you can input uh, your information to get access to basically controlling whether or not your, uh, your, your credit can be run or not. So whether or not it's frozen or unfrozen. What's really, really sad and pathetic is that, okay, so number one, during the breach, this people's contact information and social security numbers and dates of birth all got breached. Right. And so it's all public. So the myequifax.com, you have to put that information in, but theoretically that information's all over the world now, okay? And you have to put in an email address 
but it does not verify the email address. So you're right. not even proving that you're the owner of the email address. And if you previously set a pin up with Equifax, don't worry about it because myequifax.com is not even going to ask for the pin that you previously set up as a measure of security. Right. It makes no sense. It makes me feel really, really, really safe. <laughs> like, no. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't make sense at all. You'd, you'd think that they would have had, like, I don't know, just, like, 10 employees go through it, and, and maybe one of them raise their hand and go, uh, this is stupid. But no, 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 they, did, they didn't do that. So uh, so Equifax is looking real bad again. I, I feel like we should just trust them, don't you? Don't you think that? With my social security number <laughs> and birth date. And address. Well, they've got it. They've got it. Uh, so, yeah. So, so and, 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 and just so we're clear, what's scary is that if you are a person that has frozen their credit on Equifax, now people can basically pretend to be you and go unfreeze it and then go open up accounts in your name because my Equifax is not secure. So, right. Equifax, come on, guys. Get on your game or girls or whoever you are. Get on your game. All right. A creepy, quote, creepy assignment. Pay attention to what strangers reveal in public. Now, I, give me your thoughts on this one. This was this was awesome. This one is fascinating. Only a couple of reasons. Number one, people tell me their life stories, complete strangers in oh, public. Man. It's 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 a little weird, actually. Yeah. So that's already interesting to me. But it is fascinating. Like if you're in the grocery store or wherever, the amount of information that people will just spew out of their mouth, oh, talking openly. to strangers mm-hmm. or on the phone mm-hmm. or whatever. So. I wasn't surprised at all by the assignment, which was to pay attention to what people are saying about you and then using only Google, try to figure out who they are. Right. I mean, I think that... It happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, you're like, like, I mean, Sanjay was even, even tweeting about this the other day. You know, he's in a coffee shop and he can overhear a salary negotiation going on at the table next to him for a job. And it's like, like what? That's a, that should be a very private conversation, and they're in the they're in the quote anonymity of public space, but it's not. You're not anonymous, right? right? And so, like, so there were two two quotes in this article that I thought were really helpful, are really interesting that I want to make sure I wrote down are, are, are called out. So, uh, someone said that he had de uh, de anonymized a man in a loud conversation on a train. He overheard the man's first name, typed it in, combined with the name of the college that was on his shirt and was able to identify who the man was, what his college major was and what year he had graduated based on just those criteria, which is pretty amazing. The other one, and this one's truly, truly crazy. And I'm going to, I'm going to read the quote, quote, this dude was having a fight with his accountant or something and kept loudly repeating his social security number and full name on the phone. After the third time I wrote it down and handed it to him. I know that is so crazy (laughs) like we're not anonymous in public people and we we talk about these data breaches and how we need to keep our data secure and security is important and all that other stuff and in reality we're spitting out probably just as sensitive data in public as we as we're trying to protect in private so we have to be really careful about this right absolutely that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna go by bob in public from now on just call me bob bob yeah bobby would be i could go by bobby too we could do bobby Maybe Bobby if I'm feeling sporty. I feel like Bobby's a sporty name. What do you think? I don't know. I'm getting a look like you have lost your mind. All right. So next article, uh, scientists say they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next five years. So not only scientists, the scientist that was the primary consultant for Jurassic Park. Come on, guys. Haven't we seen Jurassic Park? Like all of them? I actually haven't seen all of them. Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen any of them. You've never seen a Jurassic Park? No, babe. I am now officially Sanjay, and you are now officially Adam. I cannot believe you've never seen Jurassic Park. Are you serious? With Jeff Goldblum, the original Jurassic Park. Not even that. 
I know it's about dinosaurs. Listen, I know we're doing this weekend. All right. Uh, so, so they're they're talking about like. I know. I read the article. Yeah. I, and I thought from the previews, like the dinosaurs kind of take over the world and like yeah, that's terrorize the yeah. people. Yeah, that's bad. It's My favorite bad. People thing. People die. People die. My favorite thing from the article was talking about how recreating these using chickens. And how the wings and hands aren't that difficult to, like, genetically modify to make right. these. And they're calling them Chickenosaurus. Chickenosaurus, yeah. <laughs> That's right. A Chickenosaurus. That's what we need roaming around. We need some Chickenosaurus. Because chickens are great. So a Chickenosaurus is just going to be that much better. Imagine all the... I don't know. I don't I'm not going to stop there. Feathers? I don't know. I got nothing. But I, right. I don't... I don't understand why they think this is a good idea. I, it's not a good idea. That's that's what I think. I think it's not. We, anybody that's seen or even the, the previews of Jurassic Park knows this is a bad idea. Chickenosaurus is going to kill us all. That's what's going to happen. So I think that's the, maybe the title of this episode. Chickenosaurus is going to kill us all. So, All right. Uh, the U.S. Air Force's jet-powered robotic wingman is like something out of a video game. This is super cool. Don't you think? You agree, right? You agree it's super cool? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's super geeky. So basically, this is a, a jet-powered uh, drone that will fly, you know, next to an actual, you know, human powered, uh, human jet. powered, not human, human powered. <laughs> it's a, it's, <laughs> jet. It's, it's not a human powered. It's, it's human controlled. It's a human controlled jet powered um, plane. Flown. So, uh, yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's a human flown. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, it's their wingman and, and the, theoretically the pilot can control and say, Oh no, I need you in front of me or no, I need you behind me or beside me or whatever, left side, right side, whatever. And it can be kind of an assistant. It can even take on, like, if there's a rocket shot, the drone can get in the way of the rocket and take take the hit sort of thing. It's kind of, it's like a video game. It's cool. Yeah, I think it's way cool. And potentially saving people's lives. I like that part yeah. a lot. I no, like I that like, part. Yeah. All right, so now it's time for our ad break from our wonderful sponsor. The Woodruff Arts Center, the third largest art center in the country, is home to the Tony-winning Alliance Theater, the Grammy Award-winning Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, and the High Museum of Art, the leading art museum in the Southeast. The Woodruff knows how to blend contemporary digital technology with artistic excellence. Just check out their new Coca-Cola stage, their live simulcasts that allow visitors to watch sold-out Atlanta Symphony Orchestra shows, or the use of Art Clicks, a program that features image recognition technology to identify the art at the High Museum. Learn more at www.woodruffcenter.org. All right, so now we got a couple more amazing stories for you. And uh, the first one is a doctor in California appeared via video link, hold on, to tell a patient he was going to die. And the, the man's family is upset. So I'm getting a look over here. What is that look saying? Because they can't see us. I'm getting right. a look. What, what's it saying? I mean... I'm all for technology, but there are some things that just should not happen. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just a bit insensitive, right? I mean, if you can't, if 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 you got to phone it in via a screen, like just call a doctor or colleague that's already at the office, at the very least, or at, at the hospital, at the very least. Like, right. Can you I mean, can you walk down the hall? Right. I. Yeah. I mean, the title is a little miss leading because that was my first thought of, wow, this is really insensitive, which it really is, but. The whole premise behind this hospital was saying that they're using these and they're not calling them robots. They're calling them something else. Right. Because robots would be insensitive. Right. Anyway, so that they can telephone in more specialists for these smaller hospitals that don't have access to the resources. Which, yeah, I get. There's a time and place for that. But to tell a man 
after the doctor had already come in earlier that day and right. told his wife and daughter to go home right. to get some sleep, to then come in via screen, not a robot, right. to say, oh, we're not going to do in-home hospice. You're actually going to die. And I think he died like 12 hours later or something. Oh, man. That makes it much worse. I, I think I missed that part of the article. That's crazy. I mean, so I, I feel like there's a, there's a time and a place for this, right? This, this technology is great. In a lot of ways. But if you're going to do that, at least have a real doctor standing there. Have the doctor deliver the news and have the specialist on the screen that can answer questions if needed, right? Right. I mean, there was a nurse. There was a nurse that was silent. Like, well, she wasn't allowed to speak. Why is the nurse even there? That's almost worse. Just send the robot in by itself. It's not a robot. It is not a robot. There's a PR person slamming their hand on us. It's not a robot. So. It actually said that in the article. It's not it, a robot. It, a PR person or the article? No, the PR person said that it's not a robot. <laughs> not a robot. Okay. All right. So, Movie Pass. Uh, man, we're just loving some Movie Pass. Uh, not really. Not hating some Movie. Uh, and Movie Pass is changing its business model yet again because it hasn't been in the news enough lately, and it's now going to focus on their own films. I mean, this is this is amazing. Coming from <laughs> someone who loves movies. If you could tell from my, I haven't seen Jurassic Park one, two, three, four, or twenty, or World, or, or any what, of twenty-five thousand, you know, and it's kind right. of a joke. People know if they know me, if they say, "You know that movie?" The, the answer is no. No. So if Sanjay thinks I don't know movies, Sanjay, well, meet my meet my wife. You know my wife, Jess. She knows less movies than I do. So way uh, there, less. There is that. So. Way less. Yeah. But anyway, so Movie Pass. You know, when it first came out. Go see unlimited movies. Pretty cool, yeah. $10 or less. Yeah. Awesome, if you love the movies. And I did. Then they re... They re, slimmed it down. You know, three movies a month, yeah. and only on certain days, and only certain movies available. Okay, right. but it's only like $10, so, yeah, so I mean... still winning. You're still winning. Yeah. Now... You can go see MoviePass movies. MoviePass movie movies. Pass. But does anybody want to see MoviePass movies? And the answer is... <gasps> No. But they feel like they've got a real good grasp on what people... I bet they do. They clearly have a good grasp on what people want because they keep giving people want what they want and losing an insane amount of money while doing it. And we're at that point where it's time for MoviePass to go out and live on a farm. Anyway. Waving a white flag. uh, Waving a white flag. So, all right. So, next one. Google has quietly added DuckDuckGo as a search engine option for Chrome users in about 60 markets. So this is really fascinating. Tell me why it's fascinating, Adam. So, you know, so there's been all this all this news about Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren's going after the big tech companies. Elizabeth Warren's saying, hey, listen, these tech companies are monopolies. And we've got and, and she actually, I I believe, if I'm if I'm reading this stuff correctly, wants to break them up. So theoretically, she would want to go into Facebook and say, hey, Facebook. You're all good. You own Instagram. Instagram's also huge. You got to split up into two companies now. You can't be one company anymore. And that very well may be the route that it goes. And so I think Facebook, not Facebook, I think Google is being really smart and they're trying to get ahead of this because what's happening is Google's got Chrome. In Google Chrome, anytime you type a search, the default search is to Google. And so by default, that's that, I mean, it's looking like monopoly, especially considering the fact that Google Chrome is the most popular browser by far. And so now they're saying, okay, look, well, yeah, okay, look, we're going to offer DuckDuckGo as an option, and then you can choose to make that an option. And so, I mean, they're really trying to avoid this whole Microsoft trap. I mean, that was the thing about Microsoft for the antitrust thing when it was back in the 90s or it was the early 2000s where, you know, they got hit with antitrust stuff because of Internet Explorer being on every operating system that they sold, and they sold all the operating systems at the time, right? So it's a big thing. So, I mean, this is a smart, proactive move that Google's making so they can try to stay out of this sort of, sort of antitrust monopoly 
situation. They're still going to get hammered, but uh, it's at least a, it's a step in the right direction. And I know Sanjay's really happy about it. He hasn't told me personally, but I know he's smiling right now about this article. And they have a cool name. And they've got a great name. It's better than Google. Google's so weird, man. It's DuckDuckGo. I know. I might change mine. You, you going to change it to DuckDuckGo? I mean, you will. It's, it's, it's all about data privacy. They're not tracking you. So, I mean, it's all super private. So, it's not. Google's tracking your every move. DuckDuckGo, listen, they just want to serve up results and, and back away. It's like, here's the results and we're backing off. Man. Go where I you want to go. I might need to switch up. See, think about it. Something to think about. All right. So, last article before Weird and Wacky. And this is going to get real good. This is actually a little weird and wacky, I got to say. So Usain Bolt, who I think everybody has to know is the fastest man in the world. Dude is amazing. He backs the latest e-scooter company taking a run at New York City. And if I'm not mistaken, it's called Bolt. Right. It is. And the it's a scooter that is like, it's, it's like specifically, quote, for the New York streets. Right, because it's bulkier. It's bulkier. To take the beating. It also yeah. has two cup holders for your <laughs> coffee and water. And I believe it has a basket on the front for your backpack got- or purse. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, oh, there's a Starbucks on every every fourth corner in New York. And so, I mean, obviously, you got to get your Starbucks and you got to put the little little green plasticky thing in there. Get your lot, get your two lattes and put them in the cup holders of the bowl. And, but, but, and you've got your basket to hold your bag. And you got your basket because you can't keep it on your back. Right. Yeah. But is it, there's a catch, right? Right. What's the catch the is they're not legal in New York yet. So we're making this big announcement about he's coming out. And so not, there's a couple things that just bug me about this. Number one, I, I just don't the, – the cup holders thing is goofy. The whole – the basket thing – I mean, people aren't caring about that, I don't think, anyway. Uh, all that's goofy to me. The fact that they're even competing in this market is insane to me. Like, this market is so over – who has not seen a million scooters driving down the street in any of the cities that have this stuff? Like, it's so saturated, it's insane – I don't see how you can possibly compete, and yet that's what they're going to do. They want to jump in and compete with everybody else in here. And they've dropped so much money on this, and it's not even It's not even legal in New York. Maybe they're going to start somewhere else and and test it out. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I I will say, the one shot they have going for him is that Usain Bolt is behind it. It has his name on it, which I will say that's pretty cool because I think he's a really cool dude. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. Maybe I'd ride it just for that. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd take a lift. The cup holders. I, I'd take a lift for sure. All right. Uh, so now it's time for Weird and Wacky. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. He's not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right. Our first article. This is kind of great. Mark Zuckerberg reportedly has an escape hatch. In his office in case of emergency. I, feel, I need one of these. Can I get one of these? I was actually going to ask you if I can get one of these. I'm thinking we need an escape hatch out of like out of like our one of like the master closet, like That's down in the basement. That just right, to, just a fireman's pole all the way down. Would no, work. not a fireman's pole. No, just like a slide. A slide. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. That would work real good. Yeah. I think, I mean, it. so this does not surprise me. So in the article, it talked about Zuckerberg's protection. He gets death threats all the time. All the time. All the time. And ha- literally, because of that, has to have 24-7 security. So I believe this article said that last year they spent $7 million on his and his family's security alone. Personal security. Personal security. Which, which I mean, makes sense. Because yeah. if, you're, if you're famous or not famous, but like... Oh, he's actor. famous. I mean, he's yeah. famous, but yeah. I meant like in the public or the president or yeah. congressman or something. I mean, there are people are. There's some great, great people out there. There are some great, yeah. great people. So yeah. it didn't surprise me at all 
that he has an escape hatch. And really, I think it's Listen, smart. if I built that building, I would have like 14 escape hatches. Like, forget one. Oh, and the other thing that was interesting in this article, too, is it said that, like, like in the parking deck below the facility, in the specific area that's directly below his office, which I don't even know what that means, there is, there's an area where you cannot park a vehicle so that, you know, if somebody parked a bomb, it, would not, it wouldn't be under his office, which, I mean, I don't, maybe they park it, like, right next to it. It still does the same thing. I don't know. But it was fascinating to me. That was fascinating. But, I mean. I'm, same thing. If I was hey, rolling man. in the money, yeah. I would be doing all that, too. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. All right. Next one. Uh, China completes world's first 5G remote surgery in a test on an animal. So, so we mentioned before, we talked about a 5G-guided uh, surgery where the surgeon – uh, was was basically assisting as a second set of eyes to real surgeons that were really doing the surgery. In this particular one, it's not that at all. There is a surgeon who is manipulating uh, literally robot arms or robot controls right in front of them over a 5G connection to uh, somewhere else where the robot is actually working and doing surgery inside of the, the animal, which was the patient in this particular case, proving that 5G is capable of having you know no lag and the ability to this, which, I mean, this is really kind of amazing because... Like, and, and you're giving me that, like, I, this is scary look. But, but here's why it's amazing. This is amazing because this means if there is a 5G connection in some third world part of the country, which may, maybe there won't be for years, but that means that there could be a doctor in a high-speed connection a million miles away or, you know, thousands of miles away that, that is a specialist that can perform surgery and save someone's life that would otherwise not be saved because there's this, this high-speed connection. So I think it's got some cool applications. Right. But I mean, that hospital in the third world country would have to have the machinery yeah, to it do it, which. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so that might not be practical for the, for the long time, but I mean, still we're moving in the direction where ideally we can have one specialist in one part of the world that can help thousands on thousands on thousands of patients with a very specific skill set that that particular specialist has, which is pretty cool. She's still giving me that, that skeptical look, everybody. Skeptical. I know the skeptical look. I don't get the skeptical look from Sanjay, but I know your skeptical look really, really well. So she's just, not convinced. I have a hard time trusting machines. I know they're safer. I know a Tesla. Oh, they're, but they're going to take waste. over the world and be our overworlds. I overworlds. know. You didn't know that? I forgot. Yeah, this is going to happen. So, all right, last article, and then we're going get to get to our tech recs. A Google employee broke the world record for calculating pi. So, pi day, we're recording on Friday. Pi day was yesterday. Happy pi day. Hope you had some pi. I don't know. I did text my buddy from high school. He memorized pi out to 20 spaces in high school because he was super bored in math because he was smarter than everybody, including the teacher. And so, uh, I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, can you still recite pi out to out to 20 spaces? And he texted me back pi out to 20 spaces, which I thought was particularly impressive. So, Yeah, you know, that is go. pretty awesome. There's somebody in our daughter's dance class who okay. is nine who can recite pi up to 60 what? spaces. Her goal is what? to add 60 each time, so by the time she's in fifth grade, third grader, she can do it, whatever that is. All right, David, you just got your challenge, man. You just heard, you just got showed up by a nine-year-old. A nine-year-old. just saying. So, listen, this Google engineer, Emma, ooh, I'm going to mispronounce this last name, Emma Haruka. You go, girl. Ooh, I, I will, I Don't will, even try. I, uh, man, I was trying. Uh, anyway, she calculated pi up to 31, hold on, trillion digits, breaking the world record. 31 trillion. You go, girl. I mean, that wasn't by hand, I, I would hope. But, and it uh, only took four months. Yeah, it only took four months. So the calculation, yeah, four months uh, or 121 days. Yeah, thirty-one awesome. trillion digits. That's but I want to know really kind of when will that be useful? 
it is she she's now famous. I mean, like that's why it's useful. Like, like she spent four months to become to get an article written. She, we're talking about her mispronouncing her name. Right. How could it be more useful? It's brilliant. All right, so now it's time for our tech recommendations. I know it's your favorite part of the show. I got some good ones for you. Tech wreck, tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time tech to get wreck. your tech wreck. All right, Jess, we'll start with you. Tell me your tech wreck. Okay, so my tech wreck is, it's an app, MyFitnessPal. Okay. Why is and it good? And it's good because, if you heard in the intro, I'm a fitness coach with Fast Rate of Fat Loss. But for anybody, it's a good tech rep because it tracks your macronutrients for what you're eating. Okay. So like your... So you get a handle on like what you're actually putting in your body. Absolutely. Like okay. how many fat grams, how many carbs, right. protein, etc. And even if you think you're eating healthy, it's good to kind of get a handle on the amount you're eating because you're either probably overeating in some categories or super under eating. So yeah, I'm under eating for sure. In some categories, there's no doubt about there's it. There's no doubt about I'm it. I'm about to start one of her programs in the near future and I'm a little nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. I'll be talking about it on the show. I'm sure. That's going to be awesome. Be great. So, uh, okay. So my tech recommendation is a uh, DoorDash. So DoorDash is kind of like, it's a, it's meal delivery. You know, they pick up the, uh, the food for you at like whatever restaurant that's on there and they deliver it to you. And what, here's what I like about it. So we use this when we're having like a team meeting for my company. And what I like is, so we can start up our account on DoorDash and we can send out a link on Slack and everybody can go into that link and put in their name and put in their order. And then it automatically goes into DoorDash when everybody's put in their own order on their own computer or on their own device. I go in and pay for it. And then DoorDash delivers it to me. So it's not that whole like, here, pass the computer around, take your tower, pass the phone around and pick your menu item. Or, hey, John, what do you want? Hey, Aaron, what do you want? Hey, you know, whoever, what do you want? Like none of that, just Go to the link. Here it is in Slack. Pick your junk. We'll pay for it. Get it delivered. I love that. It's so much easier. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot easier than like Uber Eats, for example. We did Uber Eats and it was like, the, here, pass my phone around. And, you know, right. everybody's germs are getting on my phone. And it's all Because we I was in a meeting. We were going to do that before. And we were like, this is lame. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So that's our show. I uh, do want to ask you, uh, make sure to rate the show. If you haven't rated the show yet, five stars, five stars, only five stars. If you're going to rate anything else, just don't rate it. But Especially this stars. episode. This five episode stars. deserves five stars, clearly because of my guest host here. Uh, Jess, if everybody wants to connect with you, how would they do that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jess Walker. All right. And you can find me, Adam, on Twitter at AJ Walker. You can also find me on my blog at adamjwalker.com where I'm blogging about leadership and productivity. I'm actually blogging a lot right now about being less busy. So if you're if you're too busy, check out my blog. I got some stuff for you. And uh, I'll throw this out. I never do that. But I'm on Instagram at adamwalker. If you want to check me out on Instagram, I'm posting some stuff there. And it's occasionally interesting. So rate the podcast, rate the podcast, rate the podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Have a good day, folks. It'll be awesome. Thanks a bunch. Doo-doo-doo!